Hey lady, I am so freaking jazzed that you're here. My name is Emily and I am a clinical social worker deeply passionate about what's going on in between our ears. I am here to help build up your toolbox against self-doubt, social comparison, and nasty self-talk to help keep you kind to your mind. You know, we all have something going on in that noggin of ours that isn't always kind. So let's put in the legwork and flex those mindset muscles so that we can move the mountains we were meant to freaking move. Let's go. What is up, my friend? Welcome back to another episode of The Kind Mind Project. I truly cannot believe that we are creeping up on three full years of you and I working on this project together. By the way, if I have not had the opportunity of starting that one-on-one conversation with you just yet, I would love the opportunity to do so. So go ahead and send me a message over on Instagram at Emily and the Kind Mind and fill me in on what is going on with your personal growth journey and how you are, are, are trucking when it comes to your growth because I want to be the weirdo in your passenger seat that is able to support in any way that you need me. So head on over there and shoot me a message and say hey and fill me in on on what's been going on with you. But today I want to start a conversation with you uh, about something that I feel like really goes under the radar or we're not super conscious about and then it gets to a point where we're like, wow, I feel surrounded by all of the things that I didn't want to be surrounded by. And I I feel really crappy and it kind of crept up on me. So of course you can read the title of today's episode. I really want to talk about our mental diet. I, I find so many people in my life are so conscious of the things that they put into their body when it comes to their nutrition and substances and, you know, all of these things that they're so, so conscious of what they put into their body because that's their body, right? Like that's your vehicle for life. It is the most consistent thing that you have your entire life. So they're really careful with what they put into their body when it comes to healthy nutrition and taking care of themselves on a physical level. But... (laughs) When we are taking care of ourselves on a mental level and we say to ourselves, like, I I really want to work on my mental health this year. I really want to strengthen myself mentally. But then we're not willing to look at all of the things that we're consuming. That's where I get really confused. Because if you want better mental health, to improve your mental well-being, you're going to have to start by looking at your mental diet. This includes things that you watch. Maybe it is TV shows that you watch or uh, people that you watch on social media, right? It also includes what you read. Maybe it's the news. Maybe it is certain social media platforms or articles that people send you, whatever that is. It's also how you think, how you've been thinking and speaking to yourself, but also how you're thinking about the world around you. It also includes who you follow on social media and who you're spending your time with. All of these things make up what you consume mentally. 
what you consume on a mental level, right? So if your goal is to have a healthier mind, to have a kinder mind, then you're going to have to start by removing the junk from your diet. You're going to have to remove those things that leave you feeling like, oh my gosh, that was so negative or discouraging or toxic, right? I bet there are things that immediately come to mind for you right now. When I tell you to remove the junk from your mental diet, what comes to mind? What are you watching on social media? Maybe you're the kind of person to unwind and scroll, right? And that's fine. We all do it. However, what is that content that you're consuming? How does it leave you feeling? When you scroll on social media, are you mindlessly comparing yourself? Or are you consuming content that makes you feel more motivated, more encouraged, happier, more optimistic? It's really time for us to do some spring cleaning in that area. So I want you right now, as long as it is safe to do so, of course, if you're not driving or in the shower, whatever, I want you to pull out your phone. And I want you to find at least one piece of social media content or a page that you follow or someone that you like to creep on. (laughs) We all do it, okay? I'm guilty too. And I want you to find that one that's like, you know, when, when that pops up on my phone, when that pops into my space... I feel really discouraged. I start to judge myself. It doesn't leave me feeling the way that I want to feel. It is not promoting the person that I want to become. It can be something as little as, ooh, I found a page that is really superficial and just doesn't really align with what I'm working towards. Great, cool. Maybe it's that person from high school that you have had a hard time letting go of the comparison game. Whatever that is, whatever that piece is that you found, whatever that page is or that person is, I want you to block it. (laughs) I'm serious. I want you to block it from your scrolling opportunities. Okay, because if we are going to get rid of the junk in our diet, just as we would our physical health, we need to do the same here. Maybe this also goes into who you're spending your time with. Really consider that. With the people that you spend your time with currently, when you leave interactions with them, how do you feel? Do you feel motivated for change? Do you feel inspired, optimistic, encouraged, worthy even? Think about who you spend the most amount of time with. And when you leave those interactions, are you energized or are you drained? And if you've been listening to the podcast for a while, you're probably assuming that I'm going to tell you to remove those people from your life, right? But I'm not. I am going to ask you to be really conscious 
of the time that you spend with them. If you know, if you're able to sit here and say, you know what, when I interact with that person, I don't always leave that interaction feeling as good as I could or feeling the way that I want to. Maybe those interactions need to be scheduled for times where you have the capacity to cope with that, where you have the capacity to cope with the outcome. Right now, of course, if these interactions are leaving you absolutely miserable, then that is a whole other conversation that we need to have. And I better see your name pop up in my DMs in order to have that conversation. But we got to get strategic with how we spend our time, just like we have to get strategic with how we care for our body. Right. I am I going to drink a bunch of caffeine right before I go to bed? No. I'm also probably not going to have that interaction with that person that I know makes me feel drained immediately in the morning or immediately before I'm trying to wind down and go to sleep, right? It's going to have to get strategic. Just like we have to kind of be smarter than our own selves when it comes to our physical health and and taking care of our bodies, just as strategic as we have to get there, we're going to have to do the same here. So let me ask you this. What are you doing as you try and wind down for the evening? I'll be honest with you. I'm really guilty of making lists in the evening of all of the things that need to get done the next day. Now, part of me is like, well, it makes me feel prepared. I feel like I know what's coming next. But I've also witnessed the other part of me really, really struggle to be able to relax in the evening. That's more detrimental to my mental health to sit down and make a list of all of the things that I could stress about for tomorrow. So what are you doing right now that's getting in the way of you being mentally healthy when you're trying to wind down and relax? What's stopping you from doing that fully? And how can we alter it? Just as important though, what are you doing to prepare yourself for sleep? I made an episode about this probably a few, at least a year ago now, talking about Revenge sleep procrastination. And really what that means is by the time you get to bed with all of the things that you're trying to accomplish and do and goals that you have and work and children and whatever you're managing throughout your day, by the time you get to bed, you're like, oh my gosh, I have free time. Oh my gosh, I have time to breathe. Instead of being responsible and going to sleep and getting your rest for the next day, you sabotage yourself a little bit because you want that free time. There's not enough time in the day and you want that free time. So you stay up a little bit and you scroll on your phone and you watch that show that you really wish you could binge until it's late in the evening and you've sabotaged your your next day. So when I ask myself, what am I doing to prepare for sleep? Well, I'm sure as hell not being diligent about when I need to go to sleep. And the activities that I'm doing beforehand are not serving the mental capacity I want to have the next day. 
So what is the junk that you need to get rid of in your sleep routine? What is the junk that you need to take out there and how can we alter it? The other question that I need you to ask yourself is how you're using your brain in the morning. How you're utilizing your brain power in the morning. Now, I am 100% willing to admit that I am not a morning person. I, my fiance will tell you I am the farthest thing from a morning person. However, I do notice the first couple hours after I wake up in the morning, my capacity there is something that I'm not utilizing. I'm not utilizing it as fully as I could for things like creating and focus and productivity. Right? How can we fulfill ourselves mentally when we are feeling the most capable? And are you doing that to your full capacity right now? What are you doing in the morning to best serve your brain? What's some of the junk that we need to take out of there? Are you scrolling on TikTok while you get ready in the morning? Or are you doing something to contribute to your mental health that day. I hope that in the start of this conversation, you're starting to see some things that you can do to take out the mental trash, to eliminate some of the things that contribute to your own negativity. You're, or, you're already fighting that enough already, right? You don't need these influences to to do the same. So maybe if you have a particular coworker or parent or sibling or spouse that's having a rough day and you know you don't have the mental capacity to cope with your stress as well as theirs, maybe it's time for you to communicate that. Maybe it's time for you to say, hey, I want to be able to support you right now. And I want to be able to listen to you fully. But right now, I don't feel like I have the the capacity to carry this conversation. I don't feel like I have the capacity to hold space for this conversation right now. And I understand that that sounds really harsh. Because we're not used to saying it. But imagine how much more thankful a coworker, spouse, parent, sibling, whoever would be if they heard from you, hey, I want to be able to do this fully. I don't want to just glide through a conversation that I know you need my support in, but I want to be able to do that fully for you. Imagine how much of a difference that would make for the both of you, right? So as you continue on with your day today, I want you to deeply, deeply consider some of the junk that you've been consuming or tolerating or perpetuating and how you can get your mental diet in check. And this is not some some fad diet that you're like, I'm going to do this for a couple days. No, this is a new lifestyle now, my friend. We don't need to consume and contribute to the negativity that our brain is already feeding to us. We need to do our part in promoting the opposite of that space so that we can get more of it in the long run. So I need you to go check your mental diet. 
And of course, check in with me on how it's going. I love you. Talk soon. Dude, thank you so much for including the kind mind and this freaking weirdo in your growth journey. If you connected with today's episode, I would love to hear about it. So slide on over into my Instagram DMs at Emily and the kind mind and let a girl know. Okay. But until then, I will talk to you very soon. I love you so much and you stay kind to that freaking mind. <laughs>